Small business pivots don't need to save a company. Improving the bottom line is reason enough to consider pivoting. Welcome in everybody and thank you for listening once again. I'm Eric Powers with Sky Blue Wealth, your humble host, and I'm pretty stoked about today's episode. We're going to be talking about an interesting topic when it comes to making more money so that you can save more and retire on time with the lifestyle that you want. And I think small business owners will find these stories helpful and come away with great info that could help add revenue streams that you've never thought about before. Not because you need to or have to, because you never know the way technology changes so fast. Plus, who couldn't use more income that might be possible with small changes? So the topic is pivots that businesses have made that impacted the company forever. These changes sometimes save a company that's in trouble, but oftentimes the pivot was just a change that made more money for an already profitable company. If you've been in business for even a short while, you know that competition is stiff. So it pays to be on the lookout for ways to upgrade processes or cut costs or even switch gears. I tell this story a lot, but it's perfect for the episode. And by the way, please hit that follow button to subscribe to the show. It helps a whole lot. Thanks to all of you who have subscribed. So back to the story. This older businessman was asked by a young man about how he liked being in the golf business. The veteran businessman said he loved nothing more than golf and selling golf clubs was a perfect business for him. Over the years, he had become a world-class expert on clubs. However, he told this young man, if my customers stop buying golf clubs for any reason, I'll find out what they have started buying and I'll begin selling them those items instead. Give the people what they want. That's solid logic, unless they want to buy land in the metaverse. Uh, You should probably ask them if they're feeling okay if they say that. All right, anyways, let's get into the content and look at several businesses that used a pivot to some way, shape, or form to improve their company and avert possible disaster. One of the most impressive online businesses of 2022 continues to be Shopify. Even a mom and pop born in the 1960s can use these simple tools to add an e-commerce addition to their offline shop, maybe with a little help from their granddaughter, of course, but it is possible. The thing is that Shopify did not start off as a digital platform to help sell stuff online. They started off to do one thing, sell snowboards. And that was a passion of the owners, so they worked day and night to make their e-commerce dream come true. Like the man selling the golf clubs, they loved snowboards. But they were smart and they paid attention. They weren't handcuffed to one vision. Once they had their first website up and running, it was super impressive and other sellers wanted to use the tools that they were using, tools that they had developed themselves that evolved into Shopify that we see today. And when the cries, a little dramatic there, when the requests for e-commerce help became overwhelming, they ditched the snowboard idea and started selling websites geared specifically to those wanting to get into the e-commerce space. So clearly they had made the right choice. Lots of people like snowboarding, but the number of people needing a way to open a store online is a mountain compared to the snowboarding molehill, no pun intended. All right. Here are some of the 2022 Shopify stats. They're pretty impressive. They have over 1 million users. Shoppers have contributed $319 billion in economic activity. Shopify has nearly 11% of the total e-commerce market space. Not bad for a business that had no goals even related to this when they launched. We won't dive deep into this next business, but did you know that YouTube didn't start out as a site to upload just any kind of video? It began as a video dating site and a smart move to pivot because now they are behemoth and a key part of Google or Alphabet, however you know them. I heard a stat yesterday that every three hours, the amount of video uploads to YouTube is equal to Netflix and Amazon's entire catalog of videos. That's every three hours, folks. 
Which brings us to the next case of noteworthy pivot, Netflix. Yeah, it's enormous, but relatable because of the technology aspect. Back in the day, Netflix shipped DVDs to your mailbox. Do you remember that? A real innovation versus going to Blockbuster and having to wait in line and pay late fees, etc. But not as innovative as watching videos online, all for one low monthly price. And that's what Netflix focused on even when it was impossible to make that idea work because so few households were on high-speed internet. Back when they made this pivot, Netflix may have been rolling the dice on the tech taking off, but they weren't about to let the risk of having some new company come by and wreck their DVD model when the tech did catch up. This is a great example if you're in a business that could be sideswiped by competition using a new technology tool that pops up. See, new technology doesn't just pop up. It's usually on the radar for a while, so it pays to keep up with new technology news before the average Joe knows about it so that you're not caught off guard. Let's say you have an accounting or tax preparation business. It would be wise to have processes in place where people don't have to come to your office to drop off their bookkeeping or taxes. People expect on-demand services now and don't want to leave the house to get it if they can help it. Plus, offering remote accounting services means that your client base isn't limited to a 50-mile radius. It's now global, right? No limits. With a blue-collar business, let's say. Let's say a lawn service or a plumbing service. There are intricate human jobs that can never be done by a machine, or at least that's what I think is true. But if I owned 40 landscaping trucks, I would make sure I knew about it the minute the technology made remote control mowers affordable and as good as the ones used by a human. And maybe a plumber has to worry about a tiny drone that can go in and unclog a drain. That's not even a joke. If a financial planner can think of these things, and I barely understand plumbing, you can bet some inventor is already working on something similar. I'm not above taking a small royalty if this gives anyone a bright idea though. All right, next up, what company comes to mind when you think of instant rice? Or how about hourly hotels or taxis? All the same company, you give up? Okay, it's Nintendo. Now bringing in $16 billion of annual revenue, this video game giant once launched way back in 1889, yes, 1889, as a card game venture. It stuck with that forever, but was forced to pivot when the card game industry began to fold. So they tried multiple pivots, like I mentioned, crazy, but instant race. You know, you have to do what you have to do in order to survive, I guess. And it doesn't matter what they tried. The main point here is that they didn't sit still and wait to become the T-Rex of playing cards. They knew a change was needed, so they didn't rearrange the chairs on the Titanic's deck they jumped ship and swam towards other ventures that at least had a future. Were they lucky? Most giant successes owe some of their success to luck, but not standing still is putting odds in your favor. Think, how many small business owners back in the day making wagons had to go to work for Henry Ford because they didn't pivot sooner and abandon a business that was clearly headed for extinction? All right, so what do you do when your selling is doing fine, but freebies are getting more popular? I mean, you can't sell swimming pools and build decks for free. But small items are often given away, and that was the pivot point for both Avon and Wrigley's. Avon began when a book salesman saw how popular his gift bottles of perfume were, so he recruited his female clients to sell those, and Avon was born. Gum was given out freely with baking powder and soap until Mr. Wrigley saw more profit potential in the chewing gum that he was giving away. And you know, that's another point. If you're tracking every detail in your business, you're more likely to catch opportunities like that sooner than later. Noticing trends is a superpower in business, no different than tracking a budget so that you can save more or going over your retirement plans regularly so you can spot opportunities faster. Now, 
If you're an established business, you're not likely to ditch your main product for something you're giving away. Avon and Wrigley made those changes before they were even a bona fide company. Still, it does help to ask questions like what services are we giving away for free that we could be charging for if need be? What product is a natural fit to combine with what we already sell? Or could we partner with a company we already work with on sourcing these products instead of manufacturing them ourselves? Questions lead to surprising answers sometimes. For parents listening with a toddler, questions just lead to more questions. The next company that made a big pivot is Play-Doh. More than 2 billion cans of this toy were distributed worldwide between 1955 and 2005. But any guess what the original use of Play-Doh was? Nope, not custom earplugs, though toddlers will try anything. The original use was apparently as a wall cleaner. Coal heaters left a residue that the putty would peel right off without any toxic chemicals. Remember how you could peel the ink off a newspaper with Play-Doh? Yeah, same thing applies, I guess. But with cleaner burning fuels, the need for this cleaner dropped quite a bit, and the putty would have been useless eventually. But there was some luck involved with this pivot. Word got around about a teacher using putty in arts and crafts classes. Well, that idea was prompted with millions of school kids and teachers loving the idea. Play-Doh became a household name very quickly. And that goes to another old school business idea. You can make decent money selling what people need, a cleaner in this example, but you can get rich selling something that people want, in this case, a toy. Again, how can you use this in your business? Just paying attention to the market innovations that are coming that can affect how your products are used. I've done no research on this, but a few years ago when some dog foods from overseas killed several dogs, I'm sure that you can bet that made in the USA dog foods and treats got a big boost in revenue. And if a small business was making those types of products here in America, Sending out a couple people to talk to any pet store owner in the area probably would have been a very smart move, all based upon a big news event. Plus, if you were a store carrying dog products that you can no longer trust, a pivot in purchasing was definitely something to consider. As consumers, we don't change behavior unless there's a problem in most cases. Well, if your pup is in danger, you can believe that's plenty of reason. Let's do one last example before we do a recap. Yelp which many small businesses do not care for because they have to put up with reviews that they've never asked for. But let's put that aside for one second. Yelp began with big funding but flopped because users didn't like to use the website as the founders had intended. However, users did like writing reviews for restaurants and other businesses. It was surprising to the founders that people would do all that writing and reviewing just for the fun of it. It still amazes me. A lot of people with too much time on their hands. I've seen Yelp reviews where a person leaves a bad review while they're still in the drive-thru line. They say so in the review. As you can see, I went down a few Yelp rabbit holes in the past, but I'm doing much better today. Thank you for asking. Anyway, this is a great example of a software tool where users decide what they will do with the service. It just worked naturally. Unpredictable stuff like that will drive a business owner crazy, right? Well, whatever the customer wants is what a wise owner will sell them. I think we covered a good bit of material today, so let's do a quick recap. And please reach out if you have any questions about your retirement planning, whether you own a business, or you're happily working for somebody else's company. Okay, we broke down how pivoting in a business can help a company in business, but mostly it's about little pivots. Because not every company is going to have a story like Nintendo or Avon. The main point is to recognize trends, and way before they harm your business or reshape the entire industry. You can be the company like Netflix, making sure no one beats them at their own game, 
or be the company who sneaks up on a Netflix who isn't paying attention and get and gets stagnant without updating ways of doing things. And I'm all for old school tactics. I believe in the football mentality of running the same play as many times as it keeps working. It's just at those pivotal moments when things stop working in a major way that can cause a real crisis. Pivots can help prevent those events and help you upgrade your position every time you see the writing on the wall. Oh, and here are some bonus stats that can be of help if you think your small business marketing needs a tweak or a pivot or just some consideration. All of the following come from a recent HubSpot report. We'll drop a link of it in the show notes if you want to look at the complete list. 69% of marketers invested in SEO in 2021. SEO, search engine optimization. Mobile web traffic has consistently accounted for about half of all global web traffic since the beginning of 2017. 28% of the U.S. population over the age of 12 listens to a podcast on a weekly basis. The average engagement rate for short-form video content is 53.9%. YouTube on mobile alone reaches more people in the 18 to 34 U.S. audience demographic than any TV network. All right, guys, whether you have questions about your company's retirement plan that you offer as an owner, or are you considering a pivot with your own personal IRA, please get in touch with me today. It never hurts to look at trends to get a fresh set of eyes on how your investments are performing. Thanks for listening and please check back when the next episode comes out. Have a great week, everybody. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor.